Oh my god, hi. This is Devin from Disney Adult, a podcast brought to you by the Trident Network. On Disney Adult, we bring together Chicago comedians to watch and discuss Disney movies from the perspective of adults. In these movies, there are things we love, things we hate, things that maybe haven't aged so well, and things that are timeless. Uh, The Trident Network's wonderful podcasts, including Disney Adult, can be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today. tournament podcast i'm nia d'amelio he's trent dozier and based on if you know your trident network catchphrases (laughs) then you know our special guest today is uh host of the disney adult podcast and all around very very funny person devin henderson whoa how did the drag queens like Uh. yes well thank you so much i'm so I can't tell you, I have been waiting with bated breath to receive the call. Yes. <laughs> and I'm so excited to be here. Well, but a little behind the scenes, I think we talked with you about having you on the podcast. Like, a, like I think discussions opened up like six months ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's just been, we've been waiting for the right moment. Mm-hmm. You act, Devin, Devin um, offered us a couple different tournaments. And the thing that I think we wanted him on the most, especially <laughs> after the most recent season of Disney Adult, was this MCU breakdown because mm-hmm. Devin is a big old MCU fan, just like I am. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know what? I am 100% am. And I would like to take over for a moment. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to discuss some of the ideas that I sent to these lovely people. And, <laughs> And let the and let the listeners know see why they didn't pick these. You know, I so, already know I'm going to have a comment for one of them. <laughs> and I'm honestly, I'm not going to waste too much time because I could have sent it to any number of, um, of things. Okay, so here they are. One, this was one of them. So I have to say, uh, I'm psychic. Check. <laughs> um, but here's some of the highlights: fad diets would still yes. love to be back on. Um, yeah. As seen on TV items. Yes, I still uh, want to so- do that one personally. <laughs> right, 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 right. Songs with dancing directions within the song. <laughs> I, I also love that one. I also love that one. And then the one that I really think you guys missed out on, and I think smells you're not supposed to like. <laughs> this is the one I wanted to comment on because I feel like I don't have that text thread pulled up, but I feel like we both talked about gasoline Ooh. in it. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Tune Delicious. In, tune into uh, Nia, Nia and Devin's new Trident Network podcast called Two People Born in the General Pittsburgh Area Who Love the Smell of Gasoline. Western PA sense. <laughs> Is it gasoline? And it's just a, a quiz show where you put gasoline under people's nose and then it's always gasoline. Really a great show for an audio only medium. Yeah. <laughs> well, Luckily, Ugh. we're all a part of the Trident Network, so you can stream it live on twitch.tv slash oh, yeah. the Trident Network. We should do that. 
We should yeah, absolutely. <sighs> oh my goodness. This is already immediately off the rails, which is exactly what I, I know. Wanted. I'm so well, sorry. I'm so no, sorry. No, no, the reason that we're the for. reason that we're doing it this week, yes, is because this tournament, yes, yes, is because Trent's birthday is today. Well, <gasps> when when this will be Aaron. oh yeah, we're <laughs> we're recording this a good five days before my actual birthday. But if you're listening to this on Monday, yeah. It is Trent's birthday yeah. right now. And if you're listening to it on Tuesday and you didn't wish me a happy birthday yesterday, that's something you got to live with for a year. <laughs> and you're on the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, I'm a huge fan of the old Marvel Cinematic Universe, colloquially referred to as the MCU, as is Devin, as we touched on. Um, <clears throat> as I briefly mentioned, but I'll do so in more detail, Devin hosts the Trident Network podcast, Disney Adult, and its third season, Devin released an episode a day for a full month covering the MCU, which Nia and I were both lucky enough to be a part of. We've definitely mentioned it on this podcast before. Mm -hmm. Um, And of course, uh, those of you who will remember our Pixar tournament will know that we were also on Disney Adult discussing the winner of our Pixar tournament, Monsters, Inc., with Devin and now I this circle is finally complete because now we've had Devin with us I'm so excited and I'm so excited to be here I love that all right well should we get into it this is a big old fatty of attorney it really is and thank you so much for having me because I am uh, with Trent I'm a huge MCU sicko i check twitter every single day for the thor trailer and it's nowhere to be found i'm such a simp for marvel i watched i watched the new episode of moon Knight at 6 a.m in a bathtub today <laughs> so i'm truly just mcu trash waiting to talk about this well before we get into the tournament then i have i have two questions first uh devin we are at the halfway point now of moon Knight, which is mm-hmm. The only actual thing that exists in the MCU currently that will not be in this tournament because it is not finished. We are in the middle yeah. of it. Um, how how are you enjoying Moon Knight thus far? I'm loving it a lot. And I'm also realizing how gorgeous Oscar Isaac is. I've had such a crush on him for so long, mm-hmm. but this is like a the only time where I come back to see him week to week. Yeah. And every time I'm just like, uh, he the even the parts that are like a little dodgy here and there, which are not that many. I love it. Um, but it's just care. He's just, I love him. And I'm, I'm, re- I'm really enjoying. Yeah. Really the, honestly, the CGI is what is the worst part of the show for me. The story I think is good, but yeah, him, him as Moon Knight, a lot of the time I think looks pretty crappy. Um, otherwise, just gotta, yeah. I mean, sometimes with the MCU, you just got to like hope and believe and trust and, and know that, in the wash, you won't remember it as bad as it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other, the other question that I have for you, which will then be for all of us, also is, um, what is your? We know you are currently actively a huge MCU fan, but how did you get started? What is your journey with MCU and maybe comics in general? Oh, that is such a great question. So I started with comics when I was a kid, but I was really poor, and we lived in the middle of nowhere, so access to comics was really difficult Mm -hmm. and I would usually buy a few on my way down to Virginia when we'd visit my family then on my way up so like my it was very limited but I loved the x-men um primarily yeah that was my go-to uh getting started with the mcu I think I just started watching them with everybody and then 
I really thought Avengers would fail the first one. I just didn't. And people aren't going to understand, especially people who like didn't grow up with the MCU being part of yeah. their world. Yeah. But for those of us who are like adults, realized how bad prior to the MCU, just how bad superhero movies could be. Yeah. Like now there's such an industry that it's it's hard to get a truly crooked one, but they still manage. Um, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, go see Morbius in theaters now. <laughs> oh God, I can't even. Um, so then after Avengers, I became a super fan and I became yeah. like seeing them every day or every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every single day. I watch, I watch the whole MCU every single day. Um, <laughs> and because there's so many, I have to have like two or three TVs going at once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I really, I've got, Open, going to opening night of them is, is I think, absolutely required to get the full feeling of the MCO. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, Nia, before we jump to you, that you saying going opening night made me think of one thing. Um, we're about uh, just under a month away from the release of Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Have you bought your tickets yet? I bought my tickets opening day. My husband yelled at me. I bought me them. Well. Oh yeah. And like I was on and the website wasn't working. And my yes. nerd, I was like, they said it'd be on a minute. And my husband was like, <laughs> you need to fucking cool it. You'll see the movie. We live in a city with multiple theaters. And I was like, but I, I absolutely have them. And I'm thinking about buying more tickets to see it like some other time in the week. Yeah. Where like yeah. I could take a bunch of gummies and just go and like yeah. Boom. yeah. We are also considering going to see it at the Grauman's Chinese Theater. Oh yes, on Hollywood Boulevard. At some point, <laughs> that would the be perks good. of LA, baby. <laughs> that's that showbiz. That's how showbiz show works. <laughs> uh, okay, Nia, you. What's your history with superheroes? Okay, so as I've said on Devin's podcast before, mm-hmm. I am not um, a an MCU super fan. I've not seen all of the things on this list, mm-hmm. and. Um, I, the things I have seen, some I've liked more than others. Sure. And that's the case with everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that my journey with the MCU, truly, truly, I saw Iron Man in theaters. Mm -hmm. And that's because growing up, my dad and I would go see a movie every week um, together. And so Iron Man was one of the movies we saw. And you know who is a huge MCU fan? My dad. Your dad is. (laughs) Wow. I love that. Um, and he loves he loves the Iron Man movies, and I think I saw, um, based on like release. Well, I know I didn't see the Hulk, the Edward Norton Hulk, but I definitely also mm-hmm. saw the first Captain America movie in mm-hmm. theaters. Mm-hmm. I think when it's interesting that you said that the you thought the Avengers was going to fail because I remember when the Avengers came out, I was like, I'm not going to go see that because it because it looked. I was like, I think yeah. I must have, I thought the same thing. I was like, there's no way. And like, I think I just never got, I, so I didn't see it. And like, I didn't get back on board. And that was yeah. the mistake I made. Yeah. I mean, and completely get it. Cause franchises didn't exist before mm-hmm. like yeah. 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the closest was Harry Potter, but you knew they were just sequels. Cause it was like one story that you kind of already knew. Yeah. But- Devin <clears throat> Shrek. Wild. Shrek. I mean, there were well, okay. Yeah, hey, I understand. Hey, I, under, I understand. What, <laughs> I understand what you're saying, though, Devin. It's it's no, he's right. <laughs> the the characters in Shrek are also in Shrek in two, Shrek, right, and right, then right. in Shrek three. Right, oh, they're sequels. It, 
Yeah. 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 They're direct sequels. sequels. Yeah. Exactly. Sequels, 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 sequels. Nobody in Iron Man is in the Incredible Hulk right, right, like, right. until the post credit scene. That's the other big thing that the MCU did was revolutionize post credits and like making people stick through the end of the movies. It's so wild. It is the wild. Impact. And the impact. The impact. Now people get mad when there's no post credit scene or or the post credit scene like isn't you know big enough or poppy enough or whatever. It's yeah, it's crazy. And sometimes We're in a whole new world. Sometimes the end credit scene of a movie is the only good part of it. <laughs> Hello, Venom Two, um, oh! <laughs> which I haven't even seen. I'm fully roasting a movie I haven't even seen. <laughs> Are we ready to rock and roll? Let's do it. Let's absolutely do it. Oh man, okay. So, up to this point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there have been 32 entries that have completed their run. Obviously, Moon Knight, the 33rd, as we discussed, is halfway through. 32, that's the perfect number for a tournament. We love a nice bracket number. I was going to say, when you sent over the bracket, I was like, pristine, beautiful. <laughs> uh, okay. Um. So how do you think we should reveal? Should I go one through 32 or should we go region by region? I think we do region by region. Great. So once we hit 32, we have to break it down. <laughs> too many. <laughs> um, this, is, this is information for everybody, but also for Devin. Uh, we will go through the bracket region by region. We'll make our predictions uh, in the upper left, lower left, upper right, lower right, as we normally do. Um, Devin also for what it's worth is an attorney at pod. I oh, absolutely. think that's clear, but just to put any rumors to rest, mm -hmm. Devin knows what's going on. I passed the bar. It's right back there. <laughs> My license to practice. Um, now first, before we get into the tournament, uh, you might be asking yourself, how, uh, how are these seated? Yes. Trent, how are these always, seated? we always like to do some really scientific yes. metric. Now, making here. If you are a frequent listener of the podcast, you know that when we do movie-based tournaments, the seating is determined by uh, the Rotten Tomatoes scores. It's the average of the Rotten Tomato critic score and the Rotten Tomato audience score. So if you're upset with seating, me and Nia, we had nothing to do with it. It was purely uh, mathematical and scientific. Now, however... Uh, I put everything into the Rotten Tomatoes uh, average meter, average or outer o meter. It's me. I did it all. I did the <laughs> um, And honestly, the results it spit out, I wasn't happy with. Oh, because at the time, the number two seed in the tournament was Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Now, uh, I have nothing wrong with Shang-Chi. In fact, I enjoyed the film a great deal, except for the third act, which we will talk about when we get to the movie itself. But okay. I think you ask any level-headed person, Shang-Chi is not the second best entry into the whole of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Conversely, the three seed was What If, the animated Disney Plus show. And again, it's just like these, <laughs> these aren't right. Devin's, Devin's face. face. No, no, so, ma'am. So, uh, as people also know, frequent listeners of the pod, attorneys, if you will, they know that 
uh, I like to use IMDb's rating as a tiebreaker. However, instead of using IMDb's uh, IMDb's rating as a tiebreaker, what I did was I used that as a third metric. So the things that got averaged out were the Rotten Tomatoes critic score, the Rotten Tomatoes audience score, and their IMDb score. And there's still a little uh, wonkiness, like Shang-Chi is still seventh, which I think is better than second, but it's a little high. What if is ninth, which I think is way high. But, um, you know, I, for the most part, uh, feel way better about this than I did previously. Uh, So that's where we landed. Now, there are some tiebreakers in here, which I will be going through as we get to them. And because it's my birthday and I love the MCU, I was the tiebreaker. Oh, you have to claim your power in this world. I will. (laughs) I will claim my power. And I did. And quite frankly, I think people will agree uh, for the most part with these choices. But I do think there's probably one in there that people are going to be like, "Mm okay, but (laughs) we'll see. We'll see. We'll cross those paths when we get there. Um, Now. Once, uh, actually, we can we can name the regions together because I haven't named the regions. I know one of the regions should be uh, the Kevin Feige region because he is the producer across all of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, I think probably one region should be the Russo brothers region because they have directed uh, the most and some of the best movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we need two other important. Oh, uh, Stan Lee. Oh, oh, yes, of course. Based on all his cameos and, of course, creating a lot of these characters. Mm -hmm. So we need um, a third. I have a controversial pick. Please, please. Please. And Devin, if you have one as well, would love to hear. I think that this region award should go to Robert Downey Jr. Because he Mm. is the superhero that started Started the MCU. Interesting. I I agree. I'm going to vote Robert Downey Jr. for the win. That's great. Love to hear it. Yeah. Without him, none of this would have been possible. I'm in. RDJ. I'm in. Uh, okay, so we will call the the lower left-hand side of the bracket features Iron Man and Iron Man 2. That will be the Robert Downey Jr. region. We always start in the upper left-hand side of the bracket, so I think that's got to be the Kevin Feige region. Uh... I see Avengers Endgame in the upper right side of the bracket, which was, of course, directed by the Russo brothers, as was uh, Captain America Winter Soldier and Captain America Civil War, which are both in that bracket. So the upper right-hand bracket, uh, that region will be the Russo's brother uh, region. And then finally, that leaves our man, Stan the Man, the lower right side of the bracket region is the Stan Lee region. Ooh, here we go. The matchups in the upper left-hand side of the bracket, the Kevin Feige region, are as follows. The one seed, Spider-Man No Way Home, versus the 32 seed, Eternals. The 16 seed, Spider-Man Homecoming, versus the 17 seed, Doctor Strange. The nine seed, Avengers Infinity War, versus the 24 seed, Avengers Age of Ultron. And... The eight seed, what if, versus the 25 seed, Iron Man 3. Okay, here we go. We're finally here. Spider-Man, No Way Home, the one seed, taking on the 32 seed Eternals. Before we get into the matchup, Spider-Man, No Way Home is the most recent entry 
uh, into the MCU. It is the 32nd entry. Uh, so it's the most recent thing we've seen. It had, it was the only one that ended up with an overall rating above 90. It finished with a 92. It was the pre-IMDB integration number one seed, and it maintained that seeding um, in post. It's going up against The Eternals, which is the 30th entry into the MCU, another movie also released. Um, oh, that was at the end of 2021. But uh, that was the 31st seed before adjustment and the 32nd seed after adjustment. So in general, um, people not too big of fans of Eternals, uh, directed by award-winning director Chloe Zhao and having a huge cast. Uh, Devin, how do, how do you feel about Eternals? Nia, you didn't see Eternals, correct? No. Great. Devin, we'll start with you on Eternals. Save yourself the three hours. That shit is so boring. <laughs> it is so boring. I rooted for it, and I liked it when I saw it in the theaters. Yes. I really We texted about it. I was like, we I did. don't know what these... Because here's the thing about being an MCU fan is like, we I am whipped by the yeah. MCU. I, I defend it. I like, I will... I'll, I'll fight with my husband. And... <laughs> We left Eternals, and I didn't think it was that bad. Now, I did have two gummies before I went in. And <laughs> then we rewatched it for the podcast. Yeah. That shit is bad. <laughs> well, I remember the difference in um, our text exchange, you and I, and then uh, the difference in tone between that and then listening to you on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, hmm, different experience the second time for Devin. I, I didn't hate it. I still don't hate it. I mean, we're going to talk about Spider-Man in a second, and it's obviously not going to beat Spider-Man. It couldn't have gotten a worse draw in the opening round, Eternals. Yeah. Um, but I, I definitely don't hate it as much as everybody. Um, I think there's some really redeeming characters in there. Um, yeah, I'd agree. Some of, who, some of whom died, so that's unfortunate. But um, yeah. it was fun. I thought Angelina Jolie was great. She's a movie star, you know? She's wonderful. Um, and and it was fun. But, but we all agree it will not beat... Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. In fact, the Disney adult episode of Spider-Man No Way Home featured guests Trent Dozier and Nia D'Amelio. So Nia, we know yeah. you saw this one. I did see it. I just want to say one thing about Eternals, just really quickly. If Eternals gave us one thing, it was ripped Kumail Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. Famously. Yeah. Famously, Absolutely. that movie gave us that. And, like, and Kumail, I don't think we asked for that. Kumail didn't even take his shirt off in the movie. Some of us don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I wanted that, but here we are. Um, so just that's this is that's all to say. That's all I know about Eternals. Um, yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home. We said this on our Oscars bracket. Trent and I both thought that movie should have been nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, we did. Wow. I don't, I I don't necessarily, it, but... yeah, I don't necessarily think it should have won, but like if Dune's out here getting nominated, I think Spider-Man could have been nominated. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Spider-Man was better than like some of the bottom picks of the It was better than that nominees. stupid movie where uh, Benjamin, uh, what's his face, gets on a horse. <laughs> Benjamin! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbuns. Uh, Benedict Daddy yeah. Strange. Power of, of Power of the Dog or whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. For a gay movie, so boring. Oh my God. Uh, like I'm so sorry. You liked that movie. I, I know people who liked it as well, but I just, the whole time, I was like, if you're not going to jerk off onto this handkerchief, I don't care. He's like laying in the thing, <laughs> he's like rolling around in the river. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is at so... least better than that. But um, I agree. I, I don't think, and maybe it's a blessing that Eternals is up against uh, um, Spider-Man No Way Home because then it's like, poor, 
poor guy never had a chance. That's okay. Go yeah. sit on the bench and have a <laughs> have a Capri Sun. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we all think it's better. I'm assuming we are also all predicting that the people will vote Spider-Man No Way Home through. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, another Spider-Man movie. The first uh, solo Spider-Man adventure in the MCU. Spider-Man Homecoming uh, was the, oh, wow. It is the 16th seed and it was the 16th entry into the mm-hmm. MCU. Uh, its original seed was 15 after adjustments have dropped to 16, but you know, it's still right in the middle of the pack. And honestly, I think it is, you know, right in the middle of the pack. It's a good movie. Michael Keaton plays um, the vulture. He's great. His return to uh, superhero, dumb, except he's the villain. So maybe not. Um, and then of course, Tom Holland as Spider-Man. Uh, it is going up against the 17 seed Doctor Strange, which was the 14th entry into the MCU. So these were released about eight months apart. They were in the same ballpark. Um, Doctor Strange was the 17 seed pre pre IMDb integration and post. So um, I think both these movies are good and right where they need to be. I definitely personally think, you know, Homecoming is better. There's more pizzazz and, you know, Spider-Man is a more beloved character in general than Doctor Strange, which is also then interesting to think about how involved they ended up becoming over the mm-hmm. the final Avengers movies and then in No Way Home, obviously. Um, but I, you know, Doctor Strange is good. I think it's honestly probably a little underrated at this point. Um, but I, I, I think Spider-Man will win this matchup as well. Nia, have you seen either of these? Uh, no, nope. Great, Devin. <laughs> I have no comment. Okay, I'm going to say I vote, my personal vote is for Doctor Strange. I think Doctor Strange is a better oh. movie than the first mm-hmm. Homecoming. Um which I didn't like when I first saw it, but then upon rewatching, I shouldn't say didn't like it. Well, yeah. maybe I did. But um, my, I have more affinity for it now. Um, I think Doctor Strange is a better movie. I think it's, it, it is, I just, in every way, I think it's a better movie. I loved um, some of the special effects are like real trippy and wild and takes yeah, the MCU in a place that really had never been before. Yeah. And it was also something I truly, like the Avengers, I truly didn't think they would get it right. I just didn't think like, mainstream audiences would care for uh, um, a character so niche mm-hmm. but they did it so well that I love it having said all of that Spider-Man is like unstoppable everybody loves Tom Holland with mm-hmm. that cute little button that cute little smile everybody's <laughs> gonna vote for Spider-Man v Spider-Man mm-hmm. Nia do you agree with that is that your prediction as well I agree and I did lie I did see Doctor Strange it's one of the few MCU <laughs> movies I have seen I and I you, I thought you had that's why and I, I did that. and I did like it but I agree with Devin. There's no way that any yeah. Spider-Man movie is going to win, is going to lose its yeah. first match. There's just no yeah. way. Unless it's going, the other one's going up against like Endgame. Yeah. yeah. It really is going to have to be a banger to. Yeah. We have some spider on spider action then. Yeah. I would Spider-Man say. No Way Home versus Spider-Man Homecoming. I think. This I has think to go to No Way Home. It's got to go No Way Home. Oh, hands down. I, I would take No Way Home, honestly, to, to the finals. Whoa. I'll say it now, say but it we'll now. see. We'll see. Maybe my uh, opinion will change. Okay. Well, we move to the bottom half of that bracket then, as we know, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, at least we're predicting, awaits the winner of these next three matchups. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, we start with the nine-seeded Avengers Infinity War versus the 24-seeded Avengers Age of Ultron. Actually, like, what are you shaking your head at? No, just like, oh. oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I like I, I like how this bracket ended up shaking out overall because um, a lot of the matchups kind of 
makes sense like like this where it's mm-hmm. avengers movie versus avengers movie um so that's so that's interesting avengers infinity war was the 19th entry into the mcu it was originally before imdb integration the 16th seed in the tournament which feels crazy um wow it is now after imdb integration the nine seed in the tournament which feels better to me uh avengers age of ultron was the 11th entry into the mcu um it was originally the 24th seed and it remained the 24th seed so right where uh people love it um avengers infinity war of course was part one really of the two-parter which is infinity war and endgame um it was the first true movie where everything really comes together. Really, the first two Avenger movies are mostly focused on the six original Avengers, but Infinity War and Endgame, that's bringing everybody together. Um, And then Avengers Age of Ultron is like the, uh, not the forgotten brother, but like the, the like, I don't know, almost the stepbrother to Avengers, Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. It's just like, that never feels as important as those other other three but like per- personally i have always been a fan of it um nia you've certainly seen me watch chunks of it at night that's so funny because <laughs> i was gonna say i haven't seen either of these movies but i've seen age of ultron or parts of it more because this there are a couple movies on this list that trent always watches to go to sleep and this is one of them here's what i'll say about these two things having never seen them first of all I love James Spader. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I know he's ultra. <laughs> uh, does his voice ever fit the robot anytime I watch it? No. So honestly, <laughs> I think it's a miscast and that's just me, but I don't know anything about the plot of that movie. The thing that I'll say about infinity war is that I feel like I wasn't hearing about the MCU until infinity war. And I think that so many people in my life became really invested in the MCU when Infinity War dropped. Mm -hmm. And I, there are so many like terms, like I see a lot of Avengers MCU memes and like, I literally don't know what the words mean, but like, (laughs) I think Infinity War has has had such a, a cultural impact that like, I know what the snap is. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like I know things from that movie. So that's, that's definitely point. gonna win. Yeah, I agree that it'll definitely win. Um, I do think Age of Ultron is getting more appreciation as time goes on, actually. So yeah, that's agree. that's cool. But um I definitely think that people will pick Infinity War. Devin, where where do you stand on either of these movies? I 100% agree uh, that it's Infinity War. I still remember the feeling of I, I remember the 10 seconds of the ending of infinity war i still remember the feeling of being in the theater i remember the people's faces who were sitting next to me and it was truly like a full year where we just talked about this movie yeah i mean i would go to work every day every time somebody would see it we'd go to work and we'd be like they can't be dead they can't be dead no right well it's (laughs) also like you know they killed off spider-man black panther it's like those two alone are huge money oh yeah and you know they're not just gonna you know throw that away. And so, I think the beauty of the story is that it wasn't a question of if they would bring everybody back, but when, <laughs> but how, when, why? 
what are the yeah. circumstances um so i think that's honestly a good sign of storytelling is that something where like we all know what's going to happen but we still want to know how it's going to happen um we probably don't have enough time to ask this question but i think now is a good time to ask it anyway was thanos right a simple yes or no yes yes me too yes yes, yes. let's go so sorry <laughs> so sorry Moving the world on. is a cruel pace and place <laughs> and you have to be cruel to survive and he was making sure everybody who was left survived so sorry okay we have the eight seated <laughs> eight seated what if this is actually the first um TV, TV show, show that we will be discussing and also the one and only animated entry into mm. the MCU to date. It is going up against the 25 seed Iron Man 3. What if is the 28th entry into mm -hmm. the MCU? As we discussed, it was originally the three seed, but we adjusted and it is now the eight seed, which still feels high, but you know, we do what we can. Iron Man 3, the seventh entry into the MCU and the first trilogy movie mm. in the MCU. Um, it was originally the 25 seed and it remained the 25 seed. Is Iron Man 3 the clunker of the three Iron Man movies? That is a Depends great question because people Depends are really divided. I always yeah. felt it was the clunker, but a lot of people say the second one is the clunker. I'm with you, Devin. I, in fact, hate Iron Man 3. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not a humongous fan of it. Here's the thing. Um, originally, when I saw it in theaters, the thing that made me most mad was the the twist on the Mandarin and Trevor Slattery and all that. Because, you know, I have yeah. a history in the comics and know the characters, and it's just like, no, that's wrong. And it felt like the first big misstep in the MCU. Having rewatched it, especially after rewatch, like, I never, like, just throw on Iron Man 3. If I'm no. watching Iron Man 3, it's a part of a, a full rewatch that I'm doing. Yeah, or you're so in I a always... dentist's office. <laughs> 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 so I always watch Iron Man 1 and 2 first, and Iron Man 3 just simply does not feel like an Iron Man movie. It is generic rock and roll, if mm -hmm. any rock and roll actually in Iron Man 3, but the first two Iron Man is very heavy, like ACDC, stuff like that, like classic rock going on and just like the whole vibe of the movie does not feel like an iron man movie to me which is why i always maintain that it is the worst one aside from <laughs> the the mandarin twist yeah yeah i agree i'm i and also i love what if i know i know a lot of people don't get into car, like animation is hard for a lot of adults to get into i don't like funny animation which is so sorry to so many of my friends who write for funny animation shows. <laughs> um, I, I think the shows you guys do is very funny. But um, that's just, for me, it's really hard to get me to put it on. So I understand that mm. people don't want to watch What If, but I loved it. And I would, I give it over um, Iron Man 3, hands down. Yeah. Well, I think we can all agree that Infinity War will defeat Iron Man 3. Oh, yeah. Yes. So we are all in agreement that the final matchup of the Kevin Feige region is going to be the one-seeded Spider-Man No Way Home versus the nine-seeded Avengers Infinity War. I'm what going, a battle. I'm choosing Infinity War. I know Devin already was shoving No Way Home into the finals, so I don't know if his <laughs> mind has changed, but I'm choosing Infinity War to win the region. Devin? Um, the, I, you know what? I will say my I am... Uh, I'm not as confident now that I see that 
it's clearly Infinity where I, I really wasn't looking ahead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I do think here's why I'm going to play. I'm going to make a case for No Way Home. I think it's most recent. So people mm-hmm. are going to remember that they love it the most. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also think what they were able to do with um, bringing back the other boys from the other timelines and all yep. that jazz. Yeah. I think that was a lot of, to a lot of people that was as impactful as some of the stuff they did in Infinity mm-hmm. War and Endgame. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to say Spider-Man mostly because of how recent it was though. Recency bias is real though. And and yeah. Devin, for all the reasons you laid out, I agree. I do think, I do think No Way Home will be picked. And, and I think, for example, I think Endgame has a better chance of beating No Way Home than Infinity War does. Mm-hmm. Because if you just, for all the reasons Devin laid out, I totally agree with. And I do think number one, recency bias will be the number one thing to push No Way Home through. Um, also the power of Spider-Man. But, um, Another thing, yeah. you know, the ending of Infinity War is what most people talk about as opposed to the whole movie. Whereas the ending of Endgame is like more positive. Mm-hmm. And the ending of Infinity War is more like end of part one, come back in a year for part two. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm with you, Devin. I think No Way Home uh, will win the Kevin Feige region. Absolutely. Now we move to the lower left-hand side of the bracket. The Robert Downey Jr. Yes. Yes. That's correct. <laughs> the Robert Downey Jr. region. Uh, the matchups are as follows. The four seed, Guardians of the Galaxy, versus the 29 seed, Thor, The Dark World. The 13 seed, Spider-Man Far From Home, versus the 20 seed, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The 12 seed, Thor Ragnarok, versus the 21 seed, Ant-Man. And the 5 seed, Iron Man, versus the 28 seed, Iron Man 2. Wow. I feel there are like some things some... in... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't even need to say it because we know. Okay. The first exactly. matchup is the four seed Guardians of the Galaxy versus 29 seed Thor the Dark World. Guardians of the Galaxy, the 10th entry into the MCU. It was a originally the seven seed. After adjustments, it moved up to the four seed. Um, it's going up against the uh, much maligned Thor the Dark World, the sequel to the original Thor. It is the eighth entry into the mcu it was the 29 seed and remained the 29 seed um i mean this definitely feels like a guardians of the galaxy victory so we can talk about that second um does anybody have any thoughts on thor the dark world literally all i know about thor the dark world is that people hate it that's (laughs) all i know i've never seen it Mm -hmm. i i do have a controversial opinion oh i i think thor the dark world is better than the first thor I actually don't think I disagree. I mean, that is still a low bar. Yeah. Because they're both very bad. <laughs> they're both um, in the bottom five. Yeah. But to me, Thor Dark World felt like some weird storytelling elements that just didn't or were confusing. Whereas yeah. regular Thor felt like, almost, at points, a student film. <laughs> when they go, and this is the only thing I'll say, when they go to the desert, this town in the desert, the town in the desert is one street with six buildings, but a hundred people live there. Yeah. Yep. So 
I think Thor Dark World is a little bit better than most people remember, but also like, don't, you know, you know. Yeah. You know. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of uh, the, the case you made for Doctor Strange. Guardians of the Galaxy was the original Doctor Strange. It was a group of unknown characters and Marvel was just like, we're at the height of our powers, baby. Here's Guardians of the Galaxy. And then it freaking worked big yeah. time. And uh, I mean, really, Guardians of the Galaxy kind of paved the way for a lot of stuff, I feel like, and getting more freaky and weird. And oh, yeah. Cast and James Gunn's a great agree. director. And, um, it's a great movie. Nia, go ahead. Um, I think you have some thoughts on a certain Chris. Is what okay, I have three to things to say. Not one thing is about Chris. But um, <laughs> first of all, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout oh, yeah. replaced the Tower of Terror here in uh, California Adventure. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I Devin knows this. I go to Disney World every year with my family, so I love the Tower of Terror. But I gotta say, I might like Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout even more. Yay! And then during we'll Halloween, they do a <laughs> Monsters After Dark overlay that's like heavy metal. And this transitions me into my second point, which is that the soundtrack for both Guardians movies yeah. is famously incredible. They're and great. like that was that was the right move. And it's so Marvel. Like, I just feel like it's so them to be like, you know, this pop culture that you love, we're going to put it in our movie well, about James aliens. Gunn. That's James Gunn. That's James Gunn. He okay, excuse that. me. Credit to James Gunn. No. Feels basic Marvel to me. But <laughs> the third comment that I have is about a certain Chris. If I were to um, knock Guardian, and you fall asleep to both Guardians a lot, so I have seen lots of parts of both of them. Yeah. Um, if I, if I, if I just, you know, if there's one knock against the Guardians movies, it's Chris Pratt. And like, I guess like maybe at the time of the first one, we didn't know yet. He could have still been married to Anna Faris, honestly. I don't know the timeline, but like, Wow. Yeah. Easily the worst, Chris. Oh, not even a contest. It's go go bad. back and listen to our And best we did do Hollywood a four Chris's Chris. bracket. We did. You absolutely <laughs> did. I had a lot of opinions. Okay, we move For on sure. to the 13 seed Spider-Man Far From Home versus the 20 seed The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Spider-Man. Out of my depth here, I have no Spider-Man Far From Home was the 23rd entry into the MCU. It was, here's something interesting. It was originally the five seed. And then after adjustments, fell to the 13 seed. And I don't know. I mean, honestly, either one of those feels good to me. Um, Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was tied with Thor Ragnarok and WandaVision. And I put Spider-Man Far From Home in the middle. Uh, I personally ranked Thor Ragnarok as number one because as Nia knows, that is my personal favorite MCU movie. Um, And I put WandaVision below it because I hated how WandaVision ended. So um, that's where I stand on that, if anybody was wondering. 
I'm going to put um, a pin in that because I'm going to roast your ass later when we get to WandaVision. I'm going to absolutely destroy you in your own home. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I it's can't going up. believe that. It's going up against the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which was the 25th entry into the MCU, the second of the Disney Plus television shows. It was originally seeded 20th, and it remained in the 20th seed, going up against Spider-Man Far From Home. Again, uh, this is a Spider-Man victory, um, easily. Um, uh, Devin, what what did you think of the Falcon and the Winter Sh- Soldier television show? I really liked it. I liked the... Um, I thought those boys were so cute. Very yeah. queer-baity, though. Very homoerotic. Um, there was a scene where they, like, put their thighs together. I don't know if anybody remembers this. <laughs> Followed by, like, later in the episode, they roll down a hill together. And I was like, okay, I get you're getting my vote. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I do think it suffered from one thing, which if you hear the full story on it, it's really disheartening. They do try to comment on the Black experience in America. Mm -hmm. However, something people, I don't think, realize, because this came out in, like, 2021, is that it was written in uh, uh, 2018. Yeah. So, like, pre-George Floyd pre-Black Lives Matter becoming a national conversation. Mm. So with that lens, I appreciate it so much more because I was like, it's like timeless almost. Yeah. But watching it afterwards, it felt a little bit like Disney trying to like have a, have say a progressive thing without saying a progressive thing. Um, A very classic Disney move. Classic Disney. Having two women kiss in Star Wars for one second and not even focus on it. So they can like overlay a bush with CGI over top of them (laughs) or something. Um, But so having said, I do think it's, it's good. I'm also personally not partial to big, like military E esque movies. Mm -hmm. Um, So that whole realm of the MCU is, is what I'm least passionate about, but also you can't, Spider-Man is just so good. I mean, people just love Spider-Man. People love Spider-Man. And Far From Home is a, is a good movie. Jake Gyllenhaal. Very good. That's the Jake Mysterio was great in that. Yeah. He's Where's so cool. Where's uh, the scarf? <laughs> so then I'm assuming, I'm assuming once again, we all three are predicting a Spider-Man advancement. Yes. I, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so then we'll do this. Guardians of the Galaxy versus Far From Home. This seems like it could be, I don't know where the people will go on this one. It's a juicy one. <laughs> I know where I would go, but I don't know where the people would go. Okay, well, where would you go? I personally would go Guardians because Far From Home is the second entry into the Spider-Man. And like, I think you could, I think you could even make a case that Far From Home is the better movie. I don't know if I would make that case. I think a case could be made. But I think the um, kind of importance and originality of Guardians to me, is overall more important, um, especially to the MCU as a whole, than Far From Home was. Um, Like, honestly, I feel like the most important thing in Far From Home were the two post-credit scenes um, about the scrolls and then Peter's identity, which sets up the whole third movie. Um, Guardians kind of sets up a whole new world, basically, Mm -hmm. and we're introduced to five new characters, and um, I mean, more than that, but you know, the new team and stuff. And um, I don't know if the people will agree with me necessarily on that assessment, but I'll, I'll lock that in. I'll lock that in. Guardians, okay. I'm predicting. I would personally vote for Guardians, but of course I never use my vote. Never have, never will. 
but I think the people will vote for Guardians. Mia, how about you? So uh, I really haven't seen either of these movies. And I don't know, I don't know what, I don't think this is something that people who like these movies care about, but it's something that I, a fan of the movie industry and a fa- oh. someone I'm fascinated by the movie industry, I, I feel like Guardians should win because it seems more pure to me because any Spider-Man movie on this list also has the tentacles of Sony in yes. it. Yes. This, this is all to say that I just feel like Spider-Man will always feel a little bit out. Like it, it will always have one foot out of the MCU sure. door for me. So I'm going to pick Galaxies. Okay. Guardians I'm also, of the Galaxy. Yeah. I'm also going to pick Guardians of the Galaxy because I wow. actually think it's a much better movie. I mm. I didn't want to like it when I came in because as a comic book reader, I felt like there were so many other people I was excited to see. And then they yeah. pick up these duds from space. But <laughs> even rewatching it for our other podcast, it, it was one of those movies where I went in expecting to hate it. And not only did it like turn it around and I... I I cry for every single character in that movie at a different point, which is mm. really rare in the Marvel movies that, yeah. that you get time to really see an internal motivation outside of um, that's not, that doesn't have the weight of being the lore. Like you see that a yes. little bit with Captain America. You see that a little, little bit with Iron Man, but there's so much of like, how are we going to bring this from the comics to whatever, where I think guardians of the galaxy, they're kind of like, people don't really know these characters. So let's lean into what emotional strings we have to pull with them. And then like, I-, I could talk about it forever. I really do think that movie is, is, and I say this begrudgingly, one of the best MCU movies. Great. So I Love vote for it. it to go. Wow. Okay. We move to the lower half of the uh, Robert Downey Jr. region. We start with the 12 seated <sighs> Thor Ragnarok, which spoiler alert, I already said is my personal favorite MCU movie um, versus the 21 seated ant-man thor ragnarok was the 17th entry into the mcu it was originally the 12 seed and retained the 12 seed thanks to me putting it ahead of far from home and one division <laughs> uh it's going up against ant-man which was the 12th entry into the mcu it was a originally the 23 seed but got moved up to the 21st seed um ant-man is a movie that i think is really fun and good and like probably the least consequential to the grander MCU. In fact, I think you could make a case that both Ant-Mans are uh, like that. Um, I think both Ant-Mans are really good and just kind of slept on and ignored, but like they're, they're fun movies. And I really love both of them. Obviously I love Paul Rudd, big Paul Rudd guy. Um, (laughs) But yes, as I've said, Thor Ragnarok is one of my, it's one of my faves. I, I watch it more than any other movie to go to sleep. Starts have, off with him fighting Surker. So yeah. I have seen Thor Ragnarok in full. One of the few things you were passively watching. This is like uh, she was on her phone. Wow, we're not gonna. We're not here. They go again, this. just coming for us. Any you look for any reason to make fun of somebody from Pittsburgh? You think I don't even? You think you're better than us? I prefer. <laughs> I actually prefer Hunt's ketchup. Get off. Get That's the hell out of here. Podcast. Stop being a friggin' jag off. Take your ass outside. And- <laughs> That's also that's also emphatically not true. I actively hate hunts, and my grandma used to and probably still does get hunts. And every time I'd be like, "Come on, I get embarrassed for up people. in here." 
Let's get some Heinz up in here. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, I I think that Thor Ragnarok, like, I understand why people would like it. It was really hard for me to understand. I think just because like yeah. I didn't I didn't see what came before, and like I what I'm not engrossed in the MCU. So yeah. like as an outsider, like I think that's maybe why I was occasionally on my phone as you like to remind me so much i had a hard i had a hard time following it they're like you know what it kind of reminds me of okay blasphemy and i'll ask the decom girls uh later but there's that part i don't it kind of reminds me of pixel perfect which is a disney channel original movie Mm -hmm. about like being in a computer and like, there's a lot of Thor Ragnarok where they're like sort of in the, in the grid or like yeah. in, I don't know. It just, I know what you're saying though. I'm glad that you understand. Um, they're in uh Sakaar for so long and it feels like a, it's so high energy and like cybernetic almost with the, yes. the production of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so it was just, it was hard for me to understand, but I love Taika and um, I love Jeff Goldblum. Obviously, it has that very famous uh, line. He's a friend from work. Um, you know, I <laughs> I think it's I think it's great, and it should win this matchup. Okay, Devin. I agree. I think I and I completely understand because it is. I think something as an MCU fan that we lose track of is we truly can't tell if a movie is able to be watched out of order. <laughs> Yeah, I used to think yes. some of these these Spider-Man ones were like, yeah, you could put, I used to tell people that all the time. You could jump in wherever you want. You just have to kind of know that there's going to be some things you miss. And then redoing the podcast over Christmas, it, it, that's not true at all. And <laughs> yeah. this is definitely one. You don't know why Loki is pretending to be his dad. You don't know why Thor is going to, you don't know anything. So I completely understand. Thank and, you, Devin. And I'm also glad you said that because it it does change my view of the movie a little bit. Um mm. I love both of these movies. I do think Ant-Man's also very slept on. I'm going to give it to Thor Ragnarok because Thor Ragnarok to me feels like queer culture. It mm. feels so gay and yeah. I love it. I love I love Taika Waititi, a huge crush. Um, and Polyamorous the, King, it could be you. <laughs> honestly, and it might be. <laughs> uh, and I, it, it's so, it is very, very good. But you are completely right now. It's like, if you... If you're not well-versed, there's so many things that just are left unexplained. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, okay, moving on. I still think it'll win. The final matchup of the opening round of the Robert Downey Jr. region features heavily Robert Downey Jr. It is the five-seated Iron Man versus the 28-seated Iron Man 2. Iron Man is, of course, the first entry into the MCU, the original entry into the MCU. It was originally the four seed. It got bumped down to the five seed after the injection of IMDb. Also, it was tied with Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And I think we can all agree that Iron Man is more important um, to the MCU as a whole than Shang-Chi. So I put Iron Man ahead of Shang-Chi. It is going up against Iron Man 2, which was the third movie in the uh, MCU. It was originally the 28th seed and maintained the 28th seed. Um, I think definitely Iron Man will win this. The Iron Man one will win this. For sure. I agree. Oh, yeah. 
I don't any even thoughts? have anything else to say. Great. Let's move on because <laughs> we're, going, we're going long anyways. Um, so this gives us the matchup of Thor Ragnarok versus Iron Man 1. Devin, you're making a face. Now, this is when we came down to this area. This I think this is what we connected on. I th- This is a real toss-up to me. It is. I'm going to say Thor Ragnarok. I'm going to go with my gut and say Thor Ragnarok while Iron Man is wonderful and an amazing part of this this franchise and we owe everything to Iron Man. I do think Thor Ragnarok is remembered as it's more revered. Mm. I think people forget how good Iron Man is because it happened so long ago. I agree with Mm -hmm. that last point. Nia? I mean, I think the people will vote for Thor Ragnarok as well. Yeah. Wow. How about you? Okay, well, this is making me very happy that both of you think the people will come through. <laughs> I think Iron Man will win this matchup. Whoa! Obviously, wow. obviously I don't know. Yeah. if I was voting, I would vote for Ragnarok, obviously. Um, but I do think maybe people will vote for Iron Man because it is the OG. It is the original. Mm. And, uh, and, and you can is, definitely jump right into Iron Man because there's no other movie you need to watch before it. <laughs> Very watchable. Yeah, very watchable. Very watchable. Um, so I, I, I'm, call me crazy. I'm picking Iron Man. Let's go. I love All it. All right. I uh, love so the this, discourse. <laughs> so this gives uh, Devin and Nia the matchup of the four seated Guardians of the Galaxy versus the twelve seated Thor Ragnarok, and me with the matchup of Guardians of the Galaxy versus the five seed Iron Man. Uh, how's everybody feeling prediction wise? What do we think? What's going on? Thor Ragnarok. Wow! Wow! I get it. Oh my know. god! <laughs> Two movies I haven't seen. I don't actually know. I did. I have seen both of them, but I think um, Thor Ragnarok. People love that movie. People, people love it. They people nut for Thor Ragnarok. Sorry to be mm-hmm. so gross in your podcast. I didn't ask what the age range was. By nut, I mean they like to snack. They like to eat Chex Mix and and mixed. Um, thanks. Uh, people but love grabbing a bag of popcorn and people throwing love on snacks with the movie. <laughs> um, I I am torn. I truly don't know. Um, people love Thor Ragnarok, but I'm gonna go as I do with most elections and democratic processes. Assume what I want won't happen. Oh, so okay. <laughs> I'm gonna say Guardians of the Galaxy would win. Okay, love it, Trent. <clears throat> If I'm making the case that Guardians of the Galaxy did so much for opening up the MCU, I think I have to then make the case that there would be no Guardians if not for Iron Man. So all three of us are predicting a different winner for this region. Whoa. I'm going with Ooh. Iron Man. And you know what, Trent? You're choosing Iron Man in the Robert Downey Jr. region, so that feels right. That does feel right. Thumbs up for me. Uh, Okay, so that completes the left side of the bracket for now. Ugh. We will revisit oh it <laughs> We're when we get to done. the final four. Let's move on. We <laughs> move to the right side of the bracket. We'll start in the upper region, also known as the Russo Brothers region. The matchups and seeding are as follows. The two seed, Avengers Endgame versus the 31 seed, Captain Marvel. The 15 seed, Captain America Civil War versus the 18 seed, Black Panther. The 10 seed, Captain America the Winter Soldier versus the 23 seed, Black Widow. And the 7 seed, Marvel's The Avengers versus the 26 seed, Captain America the First Avenger. We start with the 2 seed, Avengers Endgame. It was the 
22nd movie uh, entered into the MCU. It was originally the sixth seed. Crazy. That is crazy. Um, wow. But with adjustments, it is now the two seed. It is going up against Captain Marvel, the 21st movie uh, entered into the MCU. It was originally dead last, 32. But uh, with adjustments, it bumped up to 31. Captain Marvel was dead last? Yes, before IMDb, it was dead last. Captain Marvel has a Rotten Tomatoes critic score of 79 and a Rotten Tomatoes audience score of 45. Famously. That is so fucking trash. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep swearing in your pocket. We swear. It's okay. Okay, okay. I never know. I then... Say whatever the hell you want. <laughs> Be I, That is so trash. People are so mean to Captain Marvel, uh, not only because it's straight white, men. it's absolutely straight women, and it's not only just because Captain Marvel is like the first female led movie in the Marvel, it's because yeah. Brie Larson is outspoken about feminism, yeah. and yes. people just it's arguably much better than a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. That's my I dog would, running. By the way. <laughs> uh, I would actually argue that it is a bad movie, um, and it has nothing to do. I, I. Did I mention Brie Larson's from Pittsburgh? (laughs) No, she's not. No, she's probably from San Francisco or something. (laughs) Brie Larson is put in a horrible position because Captain Marvel, the whole movie is about her trying to regain her memories. So she's just like given this weird wooden performance basically because that's that's what the character is. I'm actually really excited to see uh, Captain Marvel 2, aka the Marvels, because I think she will have more to do it will be better yeah. for her. Um, anyways, all that is to say, whatever got Endgame in the opening round matchup just wasn't going to yeah. it. So Endgame is going to move on. Yeah. Can I say one more thing about Captain Marvel in defense Please. of Captain Marvel? Please. And by the way, I am not a huge Brie Larson fan um, either, but I do think she... I said I was a Brie Larson. But I mean, like, I, I, I understand how people can not, like, have issues or, like, not find mm-hmm. her, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I also think if you look at any of the entry level of many of these, Captain America, uh, with the exception of Iron Man, but like Captain America, Thor, Ant-Man, a lot of their opening movies, they're not that developed yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. But people are so, and I'm not, not you specifically, but I think people really harp on her as like, she really dropped the ball. She was supposed to represent every woman everywhere all the time. And, and. (laughs) She's what and whatever, but she's but, I just mean, like, one woman. She's just it, one. <laughs> she's just, and it's so so. I get what you're saying, but I also think if if we're really honest, like Captain, the first Captain America, it, he kind of is wooden a little bit. Um, but having Probably. said that, nothing's going to beat Endgame whatsoever. Yeah, at least in their first round. Yeah. Um, okay. Next matchup is one of the hardest matchups in the whole bracket. I would say in the opening oh. round, at least. Uh, the 15-seeded Captain America Civil War versus the 18-seeded Black Panther. Captain America Civil War, the 13th entry into the MCU. It was originally the 14th seed, got bumped down to the 15th seed after reshuffling. Uh, Black Panther, the 18th movie, entered into the MCU. It was originally the 18th <laughs> seed and retained the 18th seed. It was tied with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. And um, I decided to put Black Panther ahead of it because it is just more important 
as it was a, nominated yeah. for best picture it's, and also something inf- that nobody uh, mentioned in the brie larson conversation is that she is an oscar winning actor <laughs> continue yeah yeah <laughs> and also before we before i let you take it this suffers from the same issue that captain marvel did which we discovered doing which i would never have known if i had not done that that ridiculous podcast idea and <laughs> which is that the voter like the crowd vote the the like the white male vote yeah. brings this movie down and it is arguably in my opinion hands down top five movie in the mm. mcu black it's, panther it's unbelievable but what are we gonna do that's democracy isn't it <laughs> <laughs> Yes, as we, as Nia and I have stated, I think our podcast has proven one thing, and it's that democracy doesn't work. (laughs) It's true. Um, (laughs) Civil War, also great. The final entry in the Captain America film that actually introduces us to Black Panther. Um, It's his first appearances in Civil War. Um, And it's, of course, uh, sets the stage for infinity war a little bit where it we have to bring the team together because tony and steve they ain't getting along too good oh, no, what we can do the boys you're back in town and they're made <laughs> um but i do think the people will choose black panther it's just you know yeah. way more important of a movie like culturally than uh yeah. civil war is agreed black panther's gonna win hands down well, I also don't think um, Civil War is is that great of a movie. I think it's very, very good, but mm. sometimes people put it in their top five, and I'm like, wow, you you better work, bitch. That is <laughs> a different take than I would have. Well, also, I there's a it. fun story about it. Can I tell one thing? And I think yes. this is true, but I don't really know, so it's not <laughs> up, really. Um, but from what I heard, Warner Brothers started to develop uh, Batman versus Superman mm-hmm. at the same time, and then Kevin Feige, because they were already, I guess shooting other movies that had a lot of those people made like a, a decision to like green light and expedite civil war. Wow. To get it out before Batman V Superman. And guess what? It, it fucking worked. It worked, baby. You got to play dirty in Hollywood. Oh my God. That's him Actually, slashing the tires of DC. Civil civil war could have been half as good as it was. And it still would have been better than Batman v Superman Dawn Girl, of Justice, by the yeah, way. That's the official title. Oh my God. Leave it where it stands in the grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm hot today. <laughs> I, I'm coming out hot. I love A lot it. of hot takes. Well, we are now in a horrible position because this is going to be an incredibly difficult choice. The two seed Avengers Endgame versus the 18 seed Black Panther. What are we thinking? Here? What's what's everybody thinking here, gang? I, I feel like almost out of obligation, it will go to Endgame. I, mm, I mean, they're both. I think it has phenomenal. to be Endgame, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm also thinking the people will go with Endgame as well. Yeah. Uh, the next matchup is the 10 seeded Captain America: The Winter Soldier versus the 23 seeded black widow captain america the winter soldier the ninth entry into the mcu it was originally the 11 seed but got bumped up to the 10 seed uh it was also tied with hawkeye and i think um you know winter soldier is better than hawkeye so yeah. that's what i did there yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Uh, black widow the 27th entry into the mcu it was originally the 21 seed dropped to the 23 seed after the imdb integration um 
Captain America, the winter soldier, I think is, has got to be a top five MCU movie. It's really great. And it was kind of the first one. It was actually the first one that the Russo brothers directed. And I think it was the first time where people were like, um, like with the Avengers, people were like, wow, they pulled it off. But with Captain America, winter soldier, I feel like was the first time people were like, oh, these can be like good. Like this was a good story and a good movie. Um, we're of course introduced to Anthony Mackie's Falcon in the movie. Hell yeah, baby! Um, and it's it's great. I love it. Yeah, Black Widow. Um, of course, Natasha dies in Endgame, and then Black Widow is set in the past. So mm-hmm. it's a little weird in that sense. But I I liked the movie. Um, I'm sure Devin, you and I texted about it. I remember our Eternals text much more clearly. But um, what did what what are your thoughts on Black Widow? You didn't see uh, Black Widow, did you, Nina? Yes, I did. But Devin, oh, we went first. together, right? Yes, we saw it together. <laughs> That's right. That's what did right. It, oh, it's all coming back to me. It's all yes, coming yes, back yes. to me. Yeah, and save yes, yourself yes, up for three hours. So I um I think Winter Soldier is one of the best. It's so good. Like I said, I'm not usually a fan of that type of like government material, like military esque movie. Yeah. Um, but it's so good. And the fight choreography is really, the yes. fight choreography and the soundtrack are really, eh, we'll say, I'll, I'll leave that alone. But the fight choreography is unbelievable to the point where I'm like, why aren't they always hiring the same fight choreographers yes. that choreograph that for Black Widow? I had that mm. thought while I was watching mm. Black Widow where I'm like, this is supposed to be the same level of like sh- kind of hyped up street superhero. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's just so good. Black Widow, I really liked the first two thirds of Black Widow. And then I I said this on my podcast. I truly believe if they would have just made the choice to have um, Dracoff's hideaway anywhere other than a floating palace in, in the sky, <laughs> the movie would have been exponentially better. Mm. Um, but I don't think it's a bad movie. I think it has that is weird at the end. Um, and but it, for me, it's Winter Soldier. Hands out. Yeah. I like I liked Black Widow the more I've seen it. I've seen it probably mm-hmm. three or four times now. Um, I think for me, it gets better with every watch. I also just love the four of them together, the yeah. family together, I think is like great. So um, Nia, a movie you have an opinion on. Oh, I'll say I've never seen The Winter Soldier. I will vote for it to move through because of what you <laughs> both just said. Obviously, it's important. Um, so I will predict <laughs> its win. But I have seen Black Widow and I loved it. And Ooh. like, if I have like two Hollywood crushes, it is Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh. So mm. that really good. I w- they and did I it will for say, me. as a as a man that's gayer than any man you've ever met, those <laughs> women are gorgeous. <laughs> they, I have a crush on both of them. I mean especially Florence especially Florence oh Pugh oh I love her oh what I wouldn't give to be Zach Braff <laughs> yeah <laughs> who would have thought oh, something in the Lord. universe could make us say that uh, okay the, <laughs> the final matchup of the opening round of the Russo's Brothers region the seven seated Marvels the Avengers versus the 26 seated Captain America the first Avenger uh, the original Avengers movie was the sixth entry into the MCU. It was originally the 10 seed, got bumped up to the seven seed. Um, and then Captain America, the first Avenger, the movie that preceded 
Avengers. It was the fifth entry into the MCU. It was originally the 26th seed and retained the 26th seed. It was tied uh, with Thor 1, which, Mm -hmm. of course, as we discussed, is not great. So um, I gave the first Avenger the higher seed. Um, First Avenger, I think, is a pretty underrated movie, especially as time has gone on. Um, But it ain't going to beat the OG Avengers movie. Um, I don't. Oh, let me see. Let me. Are you gonna? Mia, why don't you? Mia, why don't you go? Why don't you go? I'll go. Um, I have. I saw Captain America in the theater. Mm -hmm. Um, I love the 1940s. So a lot of that, like music, I like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I will say that, like. Uh, I remember when my dad saw Iron Man, um, he was like so enamored by the CGI Mm. and it just like, if we knew then what we know now, you know, but like, yeah, I mentioned the CGI because Captain America pre-chamber does creep me out. (laughs) Just like the way, cause like, it's so clearly not a real person. Yeah. It, it, it's like borderline uncanny valley for me like it really freaks me out like yeah i don't know he looks really weird to me but i love it when he gets all buff that's not even why i'm just it it doesn't look like a human being (laughs) before he goes in the chamber you know what i mean chris evans uh a top chris indeed um but i've never seen avengers and uh i don't know which one i would pick I want to hear what Devin has to say. Okay, well, I'm going to... So I do agree. Objectively, it should go to Avengers. I think Avengers is better. I'm not a huge fan of... I like everything. I wish... And I know it does stay in the 40s the whole time, but there's sort of the filmography of the beginning of that movie before he becomes Captain America and we're in the war places. Mm -hmm. It has such an, an aesthetic draw. And I'm like, mm. oh, it's like delicious. Everything's delicious. It's in like sepia tone and it's so good. Yeah. Um, here's why I'm hesitant to say though that Avengers will move on because I think people will remember the other Avengers and they will know instinctively, gotta vote Endgame, gotta vote those things. And I think they will have compassion for the incredibly adorable Chris Evans. Mm. And they'll want to, now- is he already, like, is Winter Soldier already probably going to do very well? Yes. But I do think there will be people who will be like, you know what? I actually actually like it. And vote it through. Now, if <laughs> I'm right, fair. then I'm right. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So your official prediction is that the people will choose Captain America, the first Avenger, to defeat Marvel's The Avengers. I do. I think they'll look at it as a low-stake vote. I think they'll look at it as like, I'll probably vote for something else uh, earlier, but I want them to do well. And then they'll, Mm. they'll vote it up. I love that. I I could be very dead wrong. And if so, I think you're dead wrong. I personally think you're going to be dead wrong. Okay. Sure. We'll see. But we'll see. That's what you said. I'm going to put a pin in this and we're going to remember this. I'm going to choose, I'm going to choose Captain America (laughs) 2 because of what Devin said. And also because I've seen it. And I haven't seen the Avengers. Psychotic. Um, <laughs> do either of you think Captain America, the first Avenger, is going to beat the Winter Soldier? I guess I, no, I guess no, right? No, I think Winter Soldier will beat. I think Winter Soldier would beat both Avengers and um, Captain America, if I'm being honest. I, I agree. And that is 
So then Winter Soldier versus Endgame? Yes, that's the matchup we all have. And I think it's safe to say that is the matchup I I would have seen coming. Endgame. Endgame has to be Endgame. Has to be. I will agree that um, I think maybe if it wasn't such a general vote, maybe um, there would be some, like if it, what am I trying to say here? Um, I get what you're trying to say. Like if it were fan, like true fans, like people who are in the trenches with the MCU, maybe yeah, it would go different. Yeah, I don't know though. I don't know either. I don't know. I I, I I'm picking Endgame. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here we are. Our final region. It's been a long journey. Oh my God. Journey, it's been a long journey. Uh, okay, has. we are in the lower right hand side of the bracket, also known as the Stanley region. The matchups and the seeding are as follows. The three seed Loki versus the 30 seed, the Incredible Hulk. The 14 seed WandaVision versus the 19 seed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The 11 seed Hawkeye versus the 22 seed Ant-Man and the Wasp. And the six seeded Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings versus the 27 seeded Thor. This is a real hodgepodge. This is. <laughs> of a reason. <laughs> I agree. Uh, we start with the the, the three seeded Loki which is the 26th entry into the MCU, of course, a Disney Plus TV show. Uh, it was originally the eighth seed and got bumped all the way up to the three seed wow. uh, with the IMDb injection. It is going up against the 30 seed, The Incredible Hulk. It was the second entry into the MCU. It was the 30 seed originally and retained the 30 seed upon IMDb injection. Anybody have anything to say about The Incredible Hulk, which... Isn't even with the Hulk that we've come to know him. No. Yeah, this is no. going to Loki for sure. <laughs> Loki, I can talk. I can talk ad nauseum as to why I love Loki, though. Let's save it. Okay. I will allow you, but okay. since we are all picking Loki, we'll just move on to the next match. Absolutely, and I can. And then understand. you can talk Loki um, in the next round. The next matchup is another MCU uh, TV show: the 14 seated WandaVision versus the 19 seated Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. WandaVision is the 24th entry into the MCU and, of course, the first of the Disney Plus TV series. It was originally... Of phase four. <laughs> well, <laughs> of all of them, but also, yes, of phase four. Um, it was the 13th seed originally, got bumped down to the 14th seed by, by me because I ranked it behind Thor Ragnarok yeah. and Far From Home, as we discussed. Um, it is going up against the 19-seeded Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. It was the 15th entry into the MCU. It was originally the 19th seed and retained the 19th seed. Um, okay, Devin, I didn't say I didn't like WandaVision. I said I hated the ending of WandaVision. Mm, I, I heard what I you liked... said. Okay. <laughs> I heard what you said. <laughs> You're done. I'm flying, I'm flying to Chicago and we're going to fight. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay say what you've got to say about okay. WandaVision here's the thing I'm going to save most of my commentary on WandaVision for when it's up against Loki because a lot of my feelings Great. match but for Guardians of the Guard yeah Guardians very very good movie um mm -hmm. the guy who plays his dad is very very handsome with that hair Russell and it's 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 one of it's very great it's a very very good movie but I agree Wanda it's wins. a great movie it won't beat WandaVision 
Agreed. WandaVision will win. Yeah. It's, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the, now we know all these characters. And now we know Chris Pratt. Here's, yeah, okay. Here's them having fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> so here we are. Loki versus WandaVision. This is the first um, TV series versus TV series matchup in the whole tournament, Pretty I think. Pretty exciting. Absolutely. Uh, Devin, you can open up with either, either series. Either one. Thank you so much, Your Honor. Um, thank, you for your, <laughs> thank you for my time. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about them together because I love Please. them both so much. They are two of, they might be my top two favorite properties of all two of, I mean, I really like what they've wow. been doing lately. Um, one, the aesthetics for both of them are unbelievable. Agreed. The, the, um, uh, the time authority, what is it? TVA the Time that whole the, yes. oh my god the 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 aesthetic of it gorgeous mm -hmm. the aesthetic of going through all of these sitcoms with one unbelievable yes um the the soundtrack or the scores for both of them on natalie holt i think scored loki gorgeous i listen to it all the time mm. um the uh lopez uh uh what's what's their names lopez couple who did the frozen people Oh, oh my god. Um all <laughs> Robert the Lopez and his wife. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're so good. All the music is wonderful. The storytelling is is phenomenal. I have to give it to I the reveal. Well, okay, let me put this first. The reveal of um Kang at the end of Loki. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. That mm -hmm. whole the all these it's a beautiful show. Having said all of that, WandaVision to me is unparalleled. The oh. explore, the exploration of grief, the way they were able to take this character who's always kind of been sidelined to make you feel like, oh my God, I actually have been in love with her this whole time. Her, the um, scores, I love, and this will come up later, I love magic. I love anything having to do with magic. And Agatha Harkness is my hands down favorite character that has ever existed in the MCU. Yep. Mm -hmm. I, I am great. and it to me it it's WandaVision all the way baby I love I that. rest my case thank you so much your honor Nia you've watched one of these series I have other. seen WandaVision I have not seen Loki all I'll say about Loki is that I really like Tom Hiddleston and yes. I love Owen Wilson yes so um wow. okay a couple a couple things about WandaVision one like for me it was very easy to watch WandaVision because as I've said, I love like the movie and television industry. Yeah. So mm -hmm. like watching just like different decades of sitcoms, like Full House is one of my favorite shows of all time. And like, I don't know, it just, it, uh, all of that really hit the spot for me. And my dad didn't like WandaVision for that reason. And mm -hmm. like, I, I don't understand that because he likes a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I really, really love that. And I, like personally, I just really enjoyed WandaVision. Second, WandaVision was like a cultural phenomenon. Like it, it was, it was yeah. like infinity war level. Like people were talking about it all the time. Yeah. It was Agatha all along was on the billboard charts. Also, like, if I can jump in real quick, it was two years of nothing from the MCU. Mm -hmm. And WandaVision was the first thing. And I think that also contributed. People to were it. just like, yeah. We need it. <laughs> and also people thought um, basically it was going to be more than it was. Like 
There was a Mephisto, time where baby. We thought Mr. it was Fantastic Mephisto. Was gonna show up in yeah, Mephisto. Mephisto. Yes, Ugh. it was just like so huge, um, and I don't think that that can be overstated. The yeah. last very niche comment that I'll say is that in the Bewitched episode, there is a moment on the radio when the Beach Boys help me Rhonda plays. Now, obviously, <laughs> I love the Beach Boys, okay? Nia is wearing a Beach Boys shirt <laughs> as we record this. But I need to say, I need to say, if for any Beach Boys heads out there, that the version the Help Me Rhonda version that plays on the radio in WandaVision is the album version of Help Me Rhonda, which was not a single. So it would not have been on the radio. So I'm just saying that is a ding against it, but also like a million dings for it that the Beach Boys even made an appearance. But also the radio wasn't real. Nothing she created was real. The people's minds weren't even real. You know, she was controlling all of them also. It was confusing because they were actually saying, help me, Wanda. Help, help me, Wanda. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Wow. Didn't know. Uh, so, so, Nia, what's your prediction? W- WandaVision, WandaVision was huge. WandaVision oh. was huge. WandaVision takes it. Um, I'm going to say Loki goes through. <laughs> Whatever. And listen, I love WandaVision. Devin, I totally agree with what you said about the exploration of grief. I thought it was almost unparalleled. And now, literally, that quote from Vision of what is love, if not grief, persevering is everywhere. What is grief, if yeah. love, not pers- if not love, persevering? Yeah, you're right. Sorry, I, I'm appear <laughs> on my soapbox, so it's a little... Uh, the, the altitude, the altitude. Um. I also fully agree with you on Agatha Harkness. I am a huge Catherine Hahn fan. She's incredible. I agree with what both of you said about the early episode aesthetics running through everything and the mysteries of like like the Randall um, Park mysteries. reveal and the um, Monica Monica Rambeau coming in and like all that stuff was great. I loved it. I just fucking hated so much that they just let her leave. After like, I, I there needs to be some follow up for for the human atrocities Wanda performed on these people. Um, yeah. Number one and number two, I thought the fight between her and Agatha sucked. It was another horrible CGI thing. But like, I think um, get a Devin making a face at me. Get out of here! Um, wow, I can't believe this. Okay, but I respect your opinion. I respect your opinion. I respect your opinion. Thank you. And I That's and right. I respect yours. And I respect yours. Um, here's a matchup that I don't know that any of us are going to be too super opinionated on: the 11 seeded Hawkeye versus the 22 seeded Ant Man and the Wasp. Hawkeye, the 31st entry into the MCU, it was originally the nine seeded, uh, the nine seed, which is mind boggling. Um, wow. It got bumped down to the 11 seed, which still feels too high for Hawkeye. Um, it was it was good. It was good though, but. I don't know. Yeah. 11 seems high. Um, it it is going up against the 22 seed Ant-Man and the Wasp, the follow-up movie to, of course, Ant-Man. Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp was originally the 22 seed and retained the 22 seed. This, to me, feels like the matchup where I have the least um, kind of guessing of where the audience is going to go on this. It's a real toss-up, yeah. I completely I- agree. I think uh, having never seen either of them, mm-hmm. I'm going to confidently say that Hawkeye will win mm. um, 
just because it's more recent. And I know that people did like Hawkeye a mm-hmm. lot. Um, I am going to say this. This is a real toss up as well. I agree. I'm going to vote uh, Hawkeye because I love the Christmas in New York aspect mm-hmm. of it. I mm-hmm. really love the characters. I love Yelena. I love um, Kate. Uh, and I loved, yeah. you got to know more about Clint. Yeah. I, I think, I think for, but I also think the the wasp uh, ant-man and the wasp gets a really bad rap and it's very very good i don't understand why people just like they people always say it doesn't have enough action and all i see is like things getting bigger and smaller yeah um (laughs) but i'm gonna go hawkeye i do think though i do i'm inclined to say that hawkeye will move forward but i they introduce a character at the end of hawkeye no spoilers because it's a little more newer than the rest of these but people had really mixed reactions to how it was introduced and I think it might hold it back. I, somebody who's notoriously apologetic for the MCU, mm-hmm. I didn't even like it that you know I mean? So um, I might be wrong. I'll vote Hawkeye because I liked it a little bit more, but Hawkeye, it's a real toss up. Hawkeye to me has a similar problem that I think all of these shows except Loki had the problem of this where I think their endings kind of sucked. And they just yeah. like they just kind of rushed through the echo stuff at the end and i know they're doing a spin off and she's getting her own show but it's like we just spent 6 hours with her and this is just how her and kazi's just going to end like this like yeah I, I i am with both of you i don't feel strongly either way i'm purely going to go ant-man and the wasp just cuz of the paul rudd versus jeremy renner factor like Paul Rudd is more likable overall than Jeremy Renner. Otherwise, like I like both things. Both things have a, a lot of positives in them um, and very little negative. I think Hawkeye had more negative than Ant-Man and the Wasp, but like, you know, this whole, these four things it, here in this bottom half of the, of this bracket is like, it, it doesn't matter. It's going to get smashed by Loki or WandaVision. It w- so nah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I hear what you're saying. Um, but I'll, I'll take Ant Man and the Wasp just to be different. Just, just to be different. <laughs> yes, yeah, I feel different. that. And, and I think push come to shove, that is what I would pick. Yeah, probably. Um, here we are, our final opening round matchup: the six seeded Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings versus the twenty seven seeded Thor. Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings was the 29th entry into the mcu it was originally the two seed it got bumped down to the six seed and like i mentioned earlier it was tied with iron man um but i gave it the lower seed that is wild it's just uh it's crazy um and it is going up against thor thor was the fourth entry into the mcu it was originally the 27th seed and retained the 27 seed. Devin, we know you don't like Thor very much. I would have to agree. I think Shang-Chi is definitely a better movie. Um, mm-hmm. Nia, you haven't seen Shang-Chi. Ha- Did you see Thor? I haven't seen either of these, but I just saw on your little sheet that Kenneth Branagh directed Thor, and that's the problem, folks. <laughs> I love Ken. I love Kenneth Branagh. I love him. He should not be directing a superhero movie. With all that being said, though, I think all three of us are predicting a Shang-Chi victory here. Yes. I'm predicting a Shang-Chi, and I do want to say a couple things about Shang-Chi. Oh, yes, I please. love Shang-Chi. I think it's one of my top movies, and it really feels like a movie that was made for me. I grew I took nine years of martial arts growing up. I used hey. to watch, I used to watch, my parents used to get me kung fu movies, and I would just watch, like, mm. for a good three years, I would just watch straight 
kung fu movies that are dubbed in English mm. and like everything from the best to truly like independent like kung fu studios releasing things that were like the worst thing you've ever seen. Yeah. But I loved it. I also love magic. As I've said before, I love Simu Leo. I think he is so, so cute. And it, it was just so, 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 so good. I really, really was surprised with how much I loved it. Um, so I would, ha- I would vote for that over a lot of the ones on this list, but I'm glad it's with Thor because nobody gets well, it in that case. Would either of you, Nia or Devin, vote for uh, Shang-Chi over Hawkeye? Yes. Yeah, Ooh. I think I would. Oh! I think I would. And I think the matchup for me is Shang-Chi and Ant-Man and the Wasp, and I also am picking uh, Shang-Chi there. Uh, all right, well, Shang-Chi is up against uh, Loki in my bracket and WandaVision in both of your brackets. I'm assuming we're all taking um, Shang-Chi to not win. Yes, yeah. WandaVision will win. WandaVision will go. Okay, here we are <sighs> in the final <laughs> four. <laughs> you're like i'm never doing anything like this again <laughs> like i cannot believe is that here for this long talk about these movies i've never seen here are uh our respective final four matchups on the left side of the bracket actually all of us have the same winner upper left hand side of the bracket we all have no way home Absolutely. upper right hand side of the bracket we all have end game uh here are the matchups uh, that each of us have determined. Devin and Nia both have on the right side of the bracket Endgame versus WandaVision. I have Ooh. Endgame versus Loki. On the left side of the bracket, we all have a different matchup. Devin has Spider Man No Way Home versus Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1, if you will. Nia has Spider Man No Way Home versus Thor Ragnarok. And I have. Spider-Man No Way Home, the 32nd entry into the MCU versus Iron Man, the first entry into the MCU. Didn't I pick Infinity War? Wow. Over No Way Home? I thought you might have. You did. I did. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, but we all get it. We all get what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there we go. (laughs) Okay, so I think... Yes, Unf- Devin, you have No Way Home and Guardians of the Galaxy. No Way Home is going to beat Guardians of the Galaxy. No Way Home is a, an instant classic. It brought us out of the pandemic. It's changed lives. It's to this day, my Instagram feed is filled with Spider Man shit. Yep. <laughs> and I haven't looked at that shit forever, and it still keeps coming. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's going to be No Way Home. And of course, as much as I love WandaVision, Endgame, I think will will be in the top now do you want me to reveal who i think will win between those two we'll hold there we'll hold there nia okay Okay. definitely on the right side end game we'll make it to the finals in my uh unhinged infinity war versus thor ragnarok (laughs) uh left side matchup i think i'm going to choose (laughs) infinity i really thought you were building up to say ragnarok right (laughs) so i've got infinity war versus end game great love i will also I will also put Endgame in the final there over Loki. Um, man. And I got to go No Way Home over Iron Man. Yeah. So, yeah. Devin and I have the same finals matchup No Way Home versus Endgame. And Nia also has Endgame, but she's got the uh, part one versus part two Infinity War versus Endgame. Here we go. 
Final predictions. Where's everybody stand? Devin, Devin, Devin you're our guest. Okay, it's really, it's truly, truly, and I didn't think this at the time. I thought I would give it a hands-down end game. Mm-hmm. But I truly do think it's a real toss-up. I think people really love Spider-Man No Way Home. I, Devin, I'm with you. Keep talking. And here's the other thing I'm going to say. I think we're on the cusp of uh, Doctor Strange 2. Yes. And as we know with all elections, the uh, the social political <laughs> environment around the election has an impact. Okay. Yeah. You know, Trump didn't win in the middle of the 80s because different shit was happening. Uh-huh. I think people will vote for No Way Home to win. I think people are really excited about what that means for the future of the rest of these movies. I think... Yep. In the same way that Iron Man started the MCU, Tobey Maguire started like successful Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Sony is doing a lot to like really mess that up. <laughs> They're trying a bunch their of crap. for sure. Yeah, so everybody's like, well, maybe Ladies it's Ladies and gentlemen, Morbius in theaters now. <laughs> maybe the, they're like, maybe the future isn't that bright. But um, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go wild and crazy. I'm just gonna rip the band-aid off and i'm gonna say spider-man no way home yeah is gonna beat Endgame. evan i thought you were gonna pick Endgame, and i was gonna have to give the speech you just gave we got two <laughs> people here who think no way home is gonna win well then i'm it. glad i'm glad to announce that i think Endgame will beat yeah. infinity war <laughs> Endgame is kind of perfect <laughs> it's kind of perfect yeah. Um, I think Spider-Man really No Way is. Home is perfect in a lot of ways too, but um, I, I just, I won't be surprised if Endgame wins. With that being yeah. said, everything Devin said about No Way Home and recency bias and how freaking <sighs> sweet it, that bias. movie was, like, I just think No Way Home will take it. But I think the case for Endgame is definitely there. I think the case for Infinity Wars is there too. Yeah, honestly, me, if I were in your shoes, I might pick Infinity War. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so, they're all so good. It's like, it's yeah. so great. I, I think that you mentioned this earlier. Maybe this will be a turnoff for some people, but Infinity War leaves you. I remember the feeling and I remember like how it affected the year yeah. of, between <laughs> Endgame. Now, Endgame was wonderful and, and amazing, but I don't know. I mean, it's a real toss up. It could be any of them. Now, watch it be Thor Dark Water or whatever the hell. No, it is. never, never, <laughs> never, never. Well, Thor Pirates um... of the Dark Water. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So those are those are our predictions, our analyses, if you will. Um, but now uh, it's up to you, the attorneys at Pod, to vote and tell us um, yeah. who the true, who the one true king is of all this. Yeah. Um, Devin, were you about to say something? I was going to say, just ladies and gentlemen, and gender non-binary individuals, just vote with your hearts. Yeah, you know, go into the voting booth. Don't and use your brains. Don't use your brains. <laughs> Hearts only. Hearts only on this one. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. if, if you would like to vote, and we would love it if you did, uh, the link to vote will be in the show notes of this podcast episode, or you can go to the tridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. That is our webpage, and there's a vote now button there that will take you there. Or finally, we post the link to vote daily across our social media, which is at the Turney Pod on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. Sorry, I had a little burp going on there. <laughs> <laughs> Too uh, much passion. It's coming up everywhere you look. I do. The uh, The voting schedule for this week 
will be as follows. Opening round voting will take place across two days on Monday, April 18th and Tuesday, April 19th. Uh, second round voting will be Wednesday, April 20th. Quarterfinal voting will be Thursday, April 21st. Semifinal voting will be Friday, April oh 22nd. And finals voting will take place on Saturday, April 23rd. The three of us will reconvene on the 24th to discuss the winner. And then uh, it will be revealed to all of you on Monday, April 25th. That's when the, uh, the results episode comes out. Um, voting for this tournament will close at 10 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, except for Friday and Saturday. Uh, might be a little later, might let it go till midnight. We'll see. We'll see. The votes will keep coming in as long as you let it open. So you got it. You got to pull the curtain at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think Devin's trying to run for office. <laughs> I would never. You you know I'd be canceled immediately. Canceled. I'm lucky I made it to the end of this. I'm lucky I made it to the end of this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> Y'all could be canceled by association. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> Um, all right. Devin, of course, as we mentioned many times, is the host of the Disney Adult Podcast. Season four just premiered today, today, today for us, but uh, yeah. nearly a week ago for everybody listening to it now. Um, oh, yes. But uh, season four's theme is Disney movies based on Disney rides. And Devin, I got to tell you, I just listened to the first episode before we jumped on together and I thought it was great. But as Devin says, the first episode they do is Pirates of the Caribbean. I know I'm gonna Devin, I'm gonna listen to it on my hike after Devin this. Devin says, um, you know, this is maybe the only successful movie of all these types of movies. Uh yeah. Dude, so they keep trying though. They do, they certainly do. If you're a huge um Disney fan, like both Nia and I are, I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Um Devin is oh not Stop. only a Disney fan, but I think if you've listened to the last 90 minutes or however long this freaking episode is. If you've is, listened to the last five hours of this podcast, <laughs> then, then you know that Devin is funny and makes us laugh and he will make you laugh too. Go listen to those. Um, all the all the old seasons are great too. Nia yeah. and I, of course, are on some. So um, mm. go listen. Devin's great. Disney. Uh, adult.podcast is the Instagram. Devin, thank you for for doing this. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited, and I'm excited to see how the results come in. Oh, me too. Very <laughs> excited. I, I just feel like none of us are right. Yeah. Something. Oh, we never, never. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Some random There's person comes in and votes halfway through the process. There's only for one sure. way to know. And it's to vote. Democracy. Yeah. (laughs) Democracy, baby. Um, All right. Well, Nia, any final thoughts? No, I uh, uh, I'll watch Loki and that's all I'll commit to. Great. Thank you. Hell yeah. Thank you for that. Um, (laughs) All right, Devin. Thank you. Nia. Thank you as always. Uh, Thanks to myself and thanks to you, the attorneys at pod. Thank you as always for joining us on this journey called tourney and remember. May, May the, the thing, thing with the, the most votes, votes, votes win. Thanks for listening to the Tournament Podcast. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. 
a five-star rating or a positive review is helpful and appreciated too. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Tourney Pod. You can email us at the Tournament Podcast at gmail.com, or you can visit our webpage at thetridentnetwork.com slash the-tourney-pod. The Tournament Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The Tournament Podcast is edited by Nia D'Amelio. The theme music was also composed by Nia D'Amelio. Tune in Monday to find out what won our best MCU movie slash TV show tournament.